most men, most men will only experience unconditional love from their mothers, and some of us don't even get that. Most of us have never even felt appreciation or respect without conditions or hidden intentions. We don't know what it sounds like to hear, I see you, and I'm proud of you, I'm glad you're here. You really make a difference, yet the expectation is to constantly be displaying the strength and love that the world is hesitant in conveying. We're expected to have a thick skin but get judged if it turns to a hard shell. The first step in being a man is ignoring the hunger, because yes, boy, you're going to be starving. Starved of attention, starved of affirmation, starved of love, starved of being told that you are enough. Step two in being a man is comfortability with replaceability. You are only as good as you are useful. You are only as valuable as you are needed by others. Should there ever come a day, boy, where you fail to provide everybody with a smiling face, then do not be surprised when they say all men do is take up space. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, like to remind you to please subscribe, rate, and review us on wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be from Apple, whether that be from YouTube, whether that be from Google, whether that be from SoundCloud. I still don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but whatever it is that you do on Spotify, please go and do that. Please, please do. It sounds smoother with sounds a lot smoother now. It sounds good. You've been practicing. <laughs> I got my rhythm back, baby. You know, yeah. I've been in the gym shooting. I'm ready. Worn back up. Golly, I like it. I like it. Okay, that, that, that means it's going to be a good episode. That means it's going to be a good episode. R.I.P. Coolio. Man, 59 is young. <sighs> very. I mean, like, uh, very. I mean, just the mind, just realizing that a lot of people don't even make it to seventy-five is wild. But, but I think I think that should be, you know, a, a good age when you get set. When you, when you can at least say that you are a senior citizen for some time before you kick the bucket. I mean, you're fifty-nine. You're not even a senior citizen, so he probably think, still doing concerts. I th- I seen somebody post something that that they went to a Coolio concert in Houston maybe a week or two ago, like it was Coolio and Vanilla Ice or something. And it was like, that could have possibly been like his last concert ever. It's like, you know, you still young enough to get out there and perform, you would think. Exactly. Like, exactly. I think I think yesterday might have been Bernie Mac's birthday, if I'm not mistaken. And like, damn, he died at 50. Yeah, he, he was young. Yeah, I'm surprised he was 50. I thought he was in his 40s. Yeah, I was like, man, that is, that is young. Still don't understand how he died. They talk about pneumonia. Uh, there's more to it than that, but uh, yeah, that was always weird to me. One of those, uh, one of those ones I'd like to get some, get a documentary type analysis on and figure out what happened. But then again, it's none of my business. Yeah, I mean, when it boils of- down, when it boils down to it, not to not to cut you off, but y'all was talking about something the other day, and y'all were talking basically talking about true crime. And uh, I simply said, true true crime is trending, and that's why a lot more a lot it's it's growing in especially in the female circuit. That's why a lot of women are jumping into to true crime because it's trending. But the thing that you gotta understand about true crime is, if you a nosy motherfucker, then true crime is gonna interest you. 
especially as you watch or listen to true crime podcast or you watch documentaries and the shit hits close to home, it makes you even more interested. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot, it's a lot of people that stay in certain communities that don't, and I've talked about it on the show many times, they don't know that it's some wild shit that has happened in their community. There are communities that have haunted houses that if you don't, if you're not into true crime, you wouldn't know anything about it. And you could be living next door to it. But mm-hmm. the shit happened in the 70s, so you know you don't you don't have a clue. And a lot of people are gonna a lot of people that the more and more they get into it, they're gonna be sitting here like, hold up. I, I stayed down the street from where Jeffrey Dahmer was. Oh damn, this is where Ted Bundy was. Or, you know, I mean the list goes on. And um I don't want people to think I'm too insane, but that shit has always been interesting to me. I, I feel like, honestly, just a flex, you're not a true crime fan. If you haven't watched Mindhunter on on Netflix, that's probably one of the last great shows that's on Netflix. If you never watched Mindhunter, then you're probably not truly into true crime like you think you are. Like the real, the real behind it and where it comes from. And I feel like then you okay, you fuck with the shit. If you watch a Criminal Minds, eh, that shit is that shit is hella cliche. It's not really in depth. It's pretty corny. It has its moments, but Criminal Minds doesn't even touch on it. Like it really could, and like I said, man, the shit goes deep. I mean, it goes back. I mean, it goes back to Jack the Ripper, but I think the shit that really got it popping in America was Bonnie and Clyde. People don't look at them like they were serial killers, but spree killers, serial killers, whatever, same shit. And the shit, I mean, like I said, the shit get deep, man. The shit get real deep, but that's that's why it is what it is. Motherfuckers nosy, and motherfuckers nosy because <laughs> I'm just saying, motherfuckers nosy because. A lot of people these days feel entitled to what you have going on in your life. I mean, you said it the other day. Um, I forgot what I sent you, but you were like, "Oh, I'm weird because I don't let you, I don't post every facet of my life." Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, nah, man, you 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 you're traditional. You kind of old school, and you you still value privacy. And I'm I've been on I've been on that tip for at least two years now. I was like, man, I value privacy like a motherfucker, man. Like I tell people all the time, I go out like. Like the regular motherfuckers go out, but if you don't see me, you don't know. And it's like to me, it's it's like it's it's a it's a it's a wide range because I've been to the extreme where I was sharing everything, and then for a long time I just shared nothing, <laughs> like absolutely nothing. I might be going through my photo album and find something from six months ago and be like, oh shit, I'm gonna put this out now, and you know y'all are gobbling it up like it happened, you know, yesterday. I was like, this been happened. But the, the thing to me is it's like it just almost makes me cringe to 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 the thought of I'm oversharing. Like like to, to the point of, you know, oh, I went to Starbucks this morning. Oh, I'm at the gym. Oh, now I'm at my desk working. Oh, now I'm watching Mind Hunters. Like just to, to to be documenting my every single move like that. And you know, we talked about PNB Rock. Um uh, I don't know if it was the last episode or episode before. And then, you know, turned to come to find out it wasn't because people were stalking his social media and seeing that, you know, he posted up that he was here and, and doing, you know, eating at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles just happened to be people that were already in there. But just to tell people exactly where I'm at, lets them know where I'm not. And that bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that PMB rock situation is still wild. Cause, but at the end of the day, I mean, you still got to look at the pop smoke situation. The pop smoke situation was that, that, that was that, yeah, that was that. I think the King Bun situation was that as well. Um, at the end of the day, um, if you have a loud personality, you have high status today, 
and especially if you're involved in the hip hop world, I mean, unfortunately, you're a target. It's, especially if you're this younger generation, the older generation, not so much. Doesn't really feel like Ti or a Benny Siegel or somebody like that has anything to worry about. But if you're a if you're a little Dirk or Chief Keef, then you shit. You 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 might need to stay with bodyguards, and that's that's unfo- that's unfortunate. And that's part of the thing where I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the culture because I feel like if you make it to an elite status among your people, you don't need to be worshipped, but you should be respected and people should look at you like, hey, man, that's that's who you need to be like. But now it's like, shit, everybody's so such they're such parasites. It's like. And now when you now when you got it, you better try to get into a mindset of being private. Cause I mean, not to not to be bizarre, but it's like shit. Why basketball players ain't targets? They good. Why football players ain't targets? They good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, does is it is it because they not talking that shit? I mean, when I see basketball players, they dress like they they bought that life. You know what I'm saying? But they they good wherever they go. I've I've seen. Basketball players in the city, it, it, it's possible by they self. Mm-hmm. Dap them up. Just, they just mind their business. But for some reason, this specific generation between 17 and, and 25, 28, they can't go nowhere without bodyguards. They can't go nowhere without being strapped up. I don't know, man. That's a that's a weird divide. Uh, and, in my, in my mind, because, I would want to say that it's because they they move differently. But that's not always the case because or even that, like I I mentioned the other day in the group chat, that the Internet, instead of it being a knowledge base at your fingertips, it turned into direct access to greed, hate and envy. You see, you might see a rapper and you might see, man, I could have I could have been him. My bars harder than him. You know, this, this and this, you know, and he just got lucky. And you might see a pro athlete be like. Well, that nigga is six nine, and I'm only five eleven, so I can understand it from that aspect. And you know, he maybe quote unquote earned it to a more a, a better sense than anything. But at the same time, it's 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 a lot of hate and it's a lot of envy and it's a lot of greed. It's because you're putting your life out there. I haven't seen too many NBA players. Uh, mine is James Harden, but James Harden is James Harden. Like, you don't see the M- NBA players doing the whole money phone and all that other shit. You might see them with the big chains. Like, like I see Aaron Donald with a big chain. Guess what the last thing on my mind is do, to do? Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't even know if, if I had a, if I had that thing on me if I'm running up on Aaron Donald. <laughs> he got it, bro. He got everything. He got it, bro. I see he him, could I rob see him me. working out the other day, man. It's like James Harrison, bro. It's just like, psh- they got it, bro. They got it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Brian Robinson, though. We can't, we can't forget. I, I still don't understand what happened with him. Is Brian Robinson? No, is it Brian Robinson? Yeah, it is Brian Robinson. I got him on my face. Oh, 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 for the, the running back for the commanders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got pop, pop. Yeah, like five times. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck. I'm sitting this season out. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he come back this weekend. Don't I got insurance for something like this? I'm chilling. That boy got pop, man. He said he. They said they said he been looking good at practice for like the last two weeks. They said he should be ready this week or next week, though. But I'm just like, I guess that's one of those one-offs. I mean, they, don't get me wrong. Obviously, athletes get in the shit. I'm just saying, True. it's not. I, 
you might be on to something as far as respect goes. Because a lot of these these rappers, I mean, they they came, they claim they got it from the mud. So when they got it, when they was getting it from the mud, maybe a lot of these people that they crossed before they got to where they are now, maybe that's kind of lingering. And basketball players don't have to worry about that because all they did was work hard, put that put in their work in the gym, and they went on about their business. But I still look at basketball players, you know, a lot of these, you know, uh, professional athletes, specifically the black ones, and um. They, they look like they about their life, but I, oh, I'm yeah. realizing that a lot of them are just cornballs, and they just they just look a certain way, and that's fine. Be a cornball all you want, that's cool. Get your money, and you know, I, and, and as far as um, physicality, you obviously are alpha because you're playing professional sports. Can't 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 knock that at all. No, but you got to be smarter with the way you move. And the females you mess with. But then again, even even with professional athletes, you know, you've just been so physically gifted most of your life. It's like, oh, well, I can't fail this guy. He going to the league. Jamal Charles went to the University of Texas. And I hate always using Jamal Charles as the example. But what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. That man probably couldn't read a complete sentence. Like he competed. And we've said this on the show in the past. But, you know, like he complete he competed in the Special Olympics. But, you know, was still getting paid, went to the NFL. I don't know where he's at now, but he had a nice career. Pretty sure he good. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure he good. Hopefully, you know, somebody was t- looking after him. But, you know, you expect – I expect – I can't say you. I expect people with money to be smarter than people without money. And the thing is that money is a commodity that doesn't always fall on intelligence. Obviously not. And, and and that's uh that's the thing that annoys me the most with a lot of these um with a lot of these stories that go viral, with a lot of these people that go viral, with a lot of these moments that people have that bring them in a lot of dough. Because I mean, <clears throat> take take what you just said about uh Kanye, for example. It's like every time he says some fuck shit, he get a platform. But it's like obviously he's figured out the population is purely degenerate and s- extremely divided. So if I need to get some attention, I'm a, I'm already a big platform on my own. I just say some fuck shit. I just do something bizarre. I don't have to even, it, nothing, it has nothing to do with my talent. Yeah, I can make music. I can do all this other great shit. But if I want attention, I just do some dumb shit. And guess what that dumb shit's going to bring me? More money. If if they, if he if you if they could do it at the lowest level, shit at the highest level, you could only imagine what they're gonna do. I mean, that's to me, that's I, what Rachel Dolezal did. Just I call I call the paparazzi on myself. Like they y'all, do that y'all all show time. up, and I'm a and I'm gonna make a, a spectacle. That's all. That's what that's what everything is nowadays. It's just a spectacle. And when you look at like another thing that's annoying, like I said, TikTok has. I mean, obviously, with uh, one thing that annoys me a lot is. TikTok has definitely made things to where, just to bring it back to what you were saying for a second, I was thinking about TikTok. You said something that made me think about TikTok, and you were talking about how like everybody like documents their every move. So, bottom line, your most mediocre person feels that they're a celebrity these days. TikTok definitely has a lot of people thinking that they're TikTok celebs. I've had conversations with my son when he was in high school. He was like, yeah, it's, it's a couple of TikTok famous people that go to my school. And I'm just sitting here like, famous? <laughs> Y'all use that word loosely, because I'm like, very loosely. Like I, I think a famous man. I, I, in my mind, I'm gonna be honest with you. 
when I when I hear the word famous, the, the thing I think of all the time is household name. Household name and highly recognizable. When I think of famous, I think of Will Smith, I think of Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Kanye, Jay-Z, like that's famous, you know. And I tell you, I said it before, you famous when a motherfucker could just look at your silhouette and they know who you are. That's famous. These other motherfuckers, man, I mean, they just, you know, they I guess you could call them local celebrities, you know, they they're popular, but like famous. Just, just another one of those words that we've we've reassembled to mean something to me that it really doesn't mean. Like, and I feel like famous, y'all. You know, IG famous, TikTok famous. I don't know, man. These these people, a lot of them are buying their followers. You know, but but anyways, that that fifteen minutes of fame is, is one thing that's that's just that that's the new the new celebrity status because attention spans are that short like okay you went viral one time you had one video that half a million people seen oh shit and then you never duplicate that again and it's like mm-hmm. at least with a one hit wonder you know i can still pop in what is what is it jayquan tipsy and you know that's still going to bring back some memories it's not too many videos that you're going to see that went viral and it's like oh well you know somebody duplicated this and replicated this over you know 20 times over so i may not even know what the original video stems from now <laughs> the TikTok and, is and, and, for that. and at least if i'm a one-hit wonder i probably made some millions oh royalty checks coming they coming that that video that you posted for free you might get a, a, a light endorsement deal. You might get a promo code where they get give you 20 cents off of every subscription or something like that. But to say, oh, yeah, you know, this this is a local celebrity. I mean, I, now, now don't get me wrong. I understand and believe in local celebrities. Like, you know, some people that are just good in Houston, no matter wherever, wherever they go. Like, For sure. you know, they're, they're known in the city. But at the same time. Some of y'all think y'all local local celebrities, and you couldn't go from the woodlands to spring. Bruh, nobody knows who you are. <laughs> nobody knows who you are. And, and, and I mean, with 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 the with the modern mindsets today, it's just like, all right, you're a local celebrity, but just think about what a what a national celebrity can do compared to what you can do. And a lot of that shit that y'all could do on a local level, I mean, you really can't do it. Oh, but you can go to a section, get discounts on a bottle. Oh, you can you can go do a promo at a store that. Nobody knows about. Oh, you may be able to get discount at a popular food spot. Like, oh, okay, yeah. You're, <laughs> I mean, you're hosting at a nightclub. Come on, like, really? You got your face on a flyer. Kudos to you. You're a dumbass. <laughs> the on, digital, like. digital flyer. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> like, you're a dummy. <laughs> like, really? I'm just they, just. they just needed an image, and they like to use your image for free. <laughs> they actually plucked that from your Instagram. You ain't even send them an image. Yeah, they they, they put you on a photo shoot. I mean, uh, photo shoots. Like I said, man. I mean, we we live in an era of mediocrity, and I'm and I'm I'm actually I would I would actually go, go as far as saying that a lot of shit I see nowadays it's not even mediocrity, dog. Like, not to pick on female rappers, dog, but. I honestly think that a lot of the content that comes from female rappers that in this day of hip hop, I think I can go to a a middle school campus in the inner city and I can get a, a girl that could drop the same type of bars. And I and I, she wouldn't even have to write the shit. We just go in we just go in a high price studio. I tell her Buster Freestyle, come in there for seven, you know, seven, ten times, make seven, ten different songs. And we're going to make something happen. That is the quality 
of modern female hip hop. It's some shit that you can pretty much. I mean, modern female hip hop is. You got lucky and found something on SoundCloud. You like, you know what? I could bump this. This is decent. I don't mind, but it's still it's still SoundCloud. It's still SoundCloud shit, and that's crazy that we've gotten to the point where we were calling people SoundCloud rappers to these motherfuckers got major deals and they're winning BET awards. They're getting mm-hmm. nominated for Grammys. It's like, damn, this is the state of hip hop. And it's 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 I'm gonna say it's weird because to me, being being the old schoolish person that I am, and when I say old school, I mean like mid nineties. 2010s like not anything before then because I'm not that fucking old but it's like you know you remember that the sex appeal was sold in R&B like I mean I hate to go here but I do love to go here Mariah was R&B that's where the sex appeal was sold now we have the Meg the Stallions the Cardis and and the Lottos and the and the Glorillas and and stuff like that and don't get me wrong like they're all garbage to me. <laughs> they're garbage. I'm not gonna say they're garbage because I think they know the market. Somebody's got behind them and put them in a place of the market. So again, it takes some kind of guidance or some expertise on their behalf. They're you know attractive to the eye. They're selling the sex. What I like in rap isn't what they're giving me, but that's fine because you know again I'm an old nigga. I listen to music that's 20 years old. But at the same time, like like the 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 Cardi track. I know you haven't heard it because you just refuse to listen to. These female rappers, like that, she has with a uh, Glorilla or Glorilla has with Cardi, was called Tomorrow, or whatever. Like, I was like, oh, shit, Cardi, you know, sounds cool. Like, like she wrote on this, but at the same time, it's like it's about sex, and that's about it. It's, it's mostly about sex. And you can sit here and say, oh, well, rappers only talk about you know, killing and, and doing drugs. And it's like, well, depending on what fucking rappers you listen to. So, and I th- basically any female rapper that I listen to right now is selling sex. And I mean, shoot, get your money by all means. I'm not knocking you, but it just all depends on the content that you like to to take in. And so it's like, I mean, picture picture us get a picture a 19 year old old man out there, and he, you know he's all you know chiseled and everything, and he just said talking about you know I'm slinging this dick, put my dick on bitches' heads like. That's not going to translate to the male to the male audience because we don't want to hear that. For sure, do I, for sure. Do I mind listening to a female talk about being sexy and all this shit? No, absolutely not. But at the same time, it's like, damn, why are you? Am I trying to take home this foul mouth, henny drinking, hookah smoking? You know, damn, you more thuggish than I am. But then again, I may not be your target audience, so let me mind my business. Don't get it twisted. I've said this. Thousands of times. I think Cardi B has a, a like the perfect delivery. And I've been telling you that for a minute. Her delivery is nice. I've always said that. Um, but I mean, these chicks are they're just Milli Vanilli. Milli Vanilli would clean up right now. They 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 go in the studios, they they rehearse a lot. I mean, look at most of them. Um <laughs> look at most of them. I mean, for the most part, they they all can they all can do choreographed dances. Like yep. you said, most of them are attractive with a lot of makeup on. Yep. They they meet that they're they're a certain age and so on and so forth. Like there are certain criteria that they meet before these studios invest in them to to train them. That's why they all can act. Like I said, they all can act, they all can dance, and for the most part, they can they can read. <laughs> they can read and 
they made a name for themselves before the studios invested in them. And like I said, they were just SoundCloud rappers. Studios found them. Oh, she doesn't look half bad. Oh, she has an interesting story. I'm going to invest in her. That's why we have the garbage that we have today. And like I said, to me, it's garbage. Um, we can sit here and talk about what type of content we like, but when you think about what hip hop came from to where it is now, it's 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 not aging well. And to be honest with you, when you say that you're old school, you got to remember, I say this all the time, hip hop is not that old. I mean, hip hop is, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a middle-aged man. So when you were listening to it, it was, it, it was, that's the, when you listen to it, it was, it was in his primes. It was LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was LeBron. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So it, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. But I don't, I don't really go on social media or these places making a big deal out of it. Cause like I told you on the phone the other day, it's just like, man, I see shit like Kanye, the white lives matter. I see, you know, all these people having divorces and it's just like, I talk about it amongst my peers, but like, I just, I, I see it. I may talk about it 10 minutes. I just scroll on, keep on going, move on with my life. These people don't matter to me in the grand scheme of things because they have no influence over my life. And I, that, that's the only people I worry about sometimes is the people that don't that don't have good role models. And then they 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 you're looking you're looking at a Kanye to be your role model. Yeah. Once again, I don't know Kanye. I don't know any of these people. But I'm almost certain that most of the shit they do is simply for attention. And if you're the type of person that is seeking guidance from somebody that's just seeking attention, then the problem isn't with them, it's with where you come from. You must have a broken home. You must not have a father. You must not have a mother that's paying attention to you. You know, that's what happens when you have a broken community. And and the, to piggyback off what you said, at one point in time, a celebrity couple somewhere has been one of these people's relationship goals. And that's weird to me because it's like you only know what they show you. You could have, you know, you, your, your parents, your grandparents, some aunts and uncles, you know, you probably, you could have seen some relationships in your life and you could not have that would be like, oh man, I'd like a relationship like my aunt and uncle. They pick on each other. They call each other little pet names and this, this, and this, and you know, they all the time just roasting each other, but you can tell that they are doing it out of love. Like you might see some, some relationships like that in your everyday life and grow up being exposed to them. And be like, man, that's honestly my relationship goes. I want to be with my best friend where we could crack jokes and do all this and nobody gets, gets butthurt about it. Then, you know, you was like, man, Beyonce, Jay-Z, couple goals. And like, oh, well, Jay-Z knocking off side chicks. Like, that's still your couple goals? Oh, well, Kanye and Amber Rose, they couple goals. You know, I like the way they just nasty in public. Well, you see how that played out. Like, who else? Who else? I mean, shit, everybody's fucking getting divorced. I mean, it- because a lot of them get married for the wrong reason. A lot of them get together for the wrong reason. A lot of people get together because they look good together. It's like, why not? Wait, hold on. Wait, you hear that? Oh, that's that sink. It's coming in. Let that sink in. <laughs> it's true, though, man. It's like, you look good together, and, a lot, and you're like, why not? Why somebody not? wants a Somebody wants a trophy wife. Somebody wants a trophy husband. And in turn, it all comes back to how can we put this on social media to get clicks, to get attention? And that's why I say we, we, we're we right now experiencing what it is like to be a generation of young men and young women that come from broken homes that don't have good 
mentally stable, healthy role models that we like, like we don't have that anymore. We probably haven't had that in 50 plus years due to the fact that, like you said, a lot of the people that we technically idolize, I mean, we only, we only saw what they wanted us to see. And when we figured out the real them, we were like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, just imagine somebody growing up, you know, idolizing Bill Cosby. You know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah, yeah. Looking, you know, looking, looking up to shit, Michael Jordan. You know, look, looking up to um, fucking uh, Michael Jackson. You know, these people, like they, they're like Britney Spears. These people are not well. No. If you were looking at these people, thinking that their lives were perfect, and and you're realizing, like, damn, like. Maybe my life is perfect compared to theirs. These people are fucking broken. I mean, I knew I grew up thinking Macaulay Culkin just fucking had it had it made. I'm seeing this guy now. I'm like, is he on heroin right now? <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Down bad. Um, what was that chick from Nickelodeon? I think it was like Amanda Bynes. Like down bad. Hard. And she, it's she fell off hard. I mean, shit. She look she at your boy. Uh, they always. I mean, the one that was uh fucking with um. Omarion, what was the dude's name? The one that was talking about he fucked Omarion, basically. Talking about Omarion got some good pussy. Oh, or um, what's the name? Orlando Brown? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, came yeah, back yeah, to you. Yeah. You, look, look, Jay, even if you mute it, because <laughs> you wanted to forget about that. That's what God I did. You wanted to forget about that. That's what God I did. Orlando Brown be out here wilding. And let me tell you something. That actually made me lose my train of thought. Good I, Lord, I didn't want to think about that again. Hey, man, that boy said Omario oh, and shit was good. I swear that's what he said. He had to see me, bro. He had to see me. Just like Zach Wilson had to see me. Orlando <laughs> <laughs> Brown got to see me. Zach Wilson having a good time, dog. Hey, man, when you're when you when you a New York quarterback, that's what you got to do. Hey. He the new Broadway Joe. Bruh, he he living it up, man. He living it up. But nah, man, but like I said, in all serious, man, in all seriousness, like there's something that, you know, we see, like I see, you see it on Twitter, you see it on, so, you see it on all corners of social media. It's plenty of folks out there that see what's going on. We we know that this society is broken. We, we're lost. Like we're in a twilight zone for real. Like, you know, Keith's favorite word, like this is a very dystopian time. Like it's, People are pushing towards this utopia. That's why they want everything to be so, oh, inclusive. You know, everybody should love. Like, no, no, stop it. Y'all need to leave them kids alone. Let that kid be a kid, you know, and and, and stop making this. Like, no, like, no, bro. Like, don't put put that kid in no brunch boots. Let him wear those shoes with the lights. Come on. Look, man, like. Man, I'm telling you, man, it's just it's so sad that and I and I, I tell people this all the time. I really feel sorry for the kids that are being raised by millennial parents. I'm gonna say it again. I really feel sorry for kids that are being raised by millennial parents because it's a large faction of millennial parents that just do not have time for their children, genuinely have time for them. The time is there in the day, but they're so consumed by what is now, to me, like probably one of the the, the the sickest diseases known to man, and that's that's wanting to be in everybody's business, which is social media. That's literally what it is. You on social media all day, 
you like being in people's business. I mean, at, at this point, everybody just got admitted. We all knows it in the motherfucker. What's she doing? What she got going on? What he doing? What he got going on? And and I this is what I was thinking about earlier before you took me down that <laughs> well, path distraught. of sodomy. Distraught, boy. <laughs> I had and and Greg had Greg had posted this on IG and I don't think it was a close friends thing, so I feel like I can speak freely about it. Where it was this clip where this guy's talking about, you know, hey, I I'd be out about I'd be making so much money and stuff like this, but I'd be missing, you know, events in my child's life, like you know, my six daughter, my six year old daughter had like a swim swim meet or something like that. And it's like, you know, I was so focused on making money that I'm missing moments that I can't get back. And Greg had some kind of caption where he mentioned, you know, I didn't always have somebody in my corner, you know, cheering me on at the events that I was at. And he's like, you know, and I still kind of feel some of that to this day. And I told him, like, I can relate to that. And it's it's another reason why I haven't been out here, you know you know, having Nick Cannon level of children because it's like I remember growing up and and having those events that people didn't attend and and, and looking for mom on Muffins Day, but she had to work and dad on Donut Day and he wasn't there and, you know, cookies with grandparents, you know, depend on this or that situation, they may not have been able to make it. And, you know, those things that have those long term effects on you will 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 alter how you move in the in the in the future or the present, however. So when you talk about, you know, millennial parents who have the time of day, but we have that FOMO of like, man, if I don't, you know, get caught up from what happened on Instagram for the moment I went to bed to them, to the moment I, you know, to the moment I just woke up, then I might feel like I missed something. And you laid in bed for a whole hour, hour and a half where you could have got up and made your kids breakfast. You could have took your fat ass to the gym. You could have read, you know, a few pages in a book. You could have did so much more to better yourself, but you're so focused on missing out on something that doesn't matter. With it happening while you were asleep, it should show you that it doesn't matter to you. Let me say something. Look, obviously, as a somewhat of a single parent, I get it. I come across people all the time that have kids. We make we joke about this shit all the time. We know people that have kids that probably have more fun than me and you. Um, it's funny. They, them having more fun than you is fucking hilarious. But having more fun than me is fine. Like me, I was willing to make that sacrifice. And I, I still don't feel like I was a great parent, but I still felt like for the most part, I knew when it was time to have fun. If because I always felt that my son's fun came before mine. That was without a doubt. And I was willing to make that sacrifice because at the end of the day, it's like, shit, I'm not going to break myself, you know, trying to trying to have fun and he trying to have fun and I'm I'm living on credit. You know what I'm saying? So for me, and, and, I'm, and, and once again, all millennial parents are not bad, but I do believe that millennial parents right now are in a certain headspace where it's very hard to determine what matters. And it's sad to say, and, and, and I know it's real because if it wasn't, I wouldn't know so many women that didn't have children. And a lot of times, these women that don't have children, they're career women, that they tell themselves, oh, I put it off for the right man, and da-da-da, this and that. No. You put it off because the headspace that a lot of us are in is a headspace of selfishness. Like, we're extremely exactly. selfish. We don't we don't seek to to give. We don't seek to... to um, to just be, you know, a provider for like uh, most people's meanings today is materialistic. 
what can I do? I want to do stuff. I want to do that. I want to do this. We it's we don't come. We're not we're not see we're not growing up in an environment where being selfless is cool. And a lot of times when you're a parent, that selfless mindset has to switch on. It either has to switch on or it already has to be there. I know plenty of women, in all honesty, that are career women today that would have been great parents, but they made a choice. It was either birth children or have a career. And it's like, well, do I want to go to Turks and Caicos or do I want to be buying baby formula? And, you know, possibly struggling with a man that blah, 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 because, you know, all men are trash. And it, look, pick your poison. Because at the end of the day, a lot of y'all in careers that y'all are doing decent in them, but y'all probably dread them. Y'all are dread them. No, y'all dread them probably just as much as y'all would dread that man. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. But once again, because we're in a headspace that puts us to feel that materials are everything money is everything like we worship money like I, i've been saying this all the time you I, i'm not saying i coined this term but i personally feel that the headspace especially among women has become so money hungry that we have we we pretty much have softened up what prostitution is that's why i call it soft prostitution you can call it soft prostitution you can call it prostitution like but we have gotten to the point where we worship money so much that the by any by any means necessary mindset has taken over and it's just like i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get a free meal i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get my bills paid i'm gonna do whatever it takes but work you know what i'm saying it's either it's it's either one of the two i'm gonna do whatever it takes but work or i'm gonna work my ass off and forget what life really means or what life really should be about and for a lot of us, once again, that community mindset, that shit means a lot. But just think about it. Like, how many people do you come across nowadays and you're like, I, w- I would like to be in a community with them? You know what I'm saying? Like, nowadays, it's like, man, I, I, I don't want to be next to that motherfucker. He cut me off on the freeway. Or that <laughs> motherfucker, he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't let me, Uh, I had one item in my hand in the grocery store. That motherfucker wouldn't let me skip. He had a whole goddamn basket. You know what I'm saying? I've like, seen you steal from other people. You for sure are going to steal from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't live in that environment anymore to where we even want to build communities with people. That's why everybody is just so blocked off. Everybody's so walled off. Everybody's so guarded. And I tell people all the time, man, you may think I'm an asshole, but I'll tell you, I, I swear to God, I will go out my way to make people I don't like comfortable. Bruh. Because I just feel like it's fair, bro. It's just like, bro, we gotta we gotta deal with enough dickheads out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm honestly only an asshole to the people that that I, I'm just be, I really be joking with them. It's just all fun and games. Like I'm not a mean person, but some of the some of the people that be flexing this positive vibe bullshit, oh I'm a vibe, I'm this and that. They're the most wicked people that you will ever meet, bro. The type of motherfuckers that you think motherfuckers. They, they owe you money and they rent from you. You know what I'm saying? Like people like that. It's just that shit's sick. Bro, like you want to be in a community with that person. Like that video of old girl saying, I'm going, I she literally left her house to go, I think it was lunch, to go to lunch with no intentions of paying for her meal, had no idea who was gonna pay for her meal, and sat there. And ate and drank until she found somebody to pay for her meal. Like, I don't, why would I want somebody like that in my community? 
why. Oh, let me see. I see. I seen. I seen a Reddit post where the, it was. It was. Uh, I think they were on some kind of dating app, and so he's like, he messaged the girl, and he's like, oh, you know, hey, let, let's let's get together, grab coffee or something like that. And she's like, I don't, I don't go out with people I don't know. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, get familiar with me and this, this, and this. And he's like, all right, well, well, how do I do that? She's like, I don't know. You can send me lunch to my job, send me flowers to work, you know, do all this before, you know, before I'm willing to meet up with you. And he's like. Bitch, I didn't ask you to come to my bedroom. Like, I said, let's go to Starbucks. Like, let's go to Starbucks at 11. Like, what? Oh, you thirsty. Thirsty because I'm on a dating gap and I actually want to meet people. And it's kind of like, he's like, he's like, look, if you, if you want me to buy you first before I meet you, then just say that. But don't, you know, don't hit me with the shame language that you used so eloquently the other day. And I appreciate you for inserting that into our conversation about oh i haven't done enough to basically earn the right to spend even more money on you hmm hmm <laughs> that's that's why i make the statement about soft prostitution because we all know prostitution by definition is always going to reference sex in some form or fashion but According to what you just explained to me, it's it's simple to say that nowadays, in order to be in the presence of certain people, um, they feel that that moment is too intimate to, for them to do it for free. So I'm gonna, I, I'm just saying, it's like you try to get that close to me, you got to pay me. I almost threw up, <laughs> bruh. Because once again, like I said, by definition, it's a prostitute, a person in particular, a woman who engages in sexual activity for payment, uh, offer someone or uh, for sexual activity in exchange for payment. And it says, although she was paid $15 to join a man at this table, she never prostituted herself. <sighs> and, and we know these modern definitions, they're going to, they're going to warp them in a way to where they try to once again, soften up what prostitution is prostitution. At the end of the day, you pimping your body out. You pimping like if you if you're doing something to that extent, like we can sit here. We literally about seven, ten years ago went from arguing about well, if a dude takes you out, do you owe him sex? You know, like I, I honestly can't believe that was even a conversation people were having, but that was a conversation people were having. It's like, bruh, most dudes know if I take you out, especially on the first date, you don't owe me shit. If anything common courtesy fucking common decency god damn just act like you gave a fuck but yeah fight, determine if you like me or not that's why we're here pay attention to me ask me questions then you know if you like me cool we'll go out again if you don't block my fool ass like oh, you know like but you know at least pay attention like now it's like oh you, he take me out i'm gonna get this meal i'm probably gonna order extra so i can have a lunch tomorrow i'm gonna take snap Chat photos of my meal. I'm not gonna talk to him. I'm gonna be on my phone the whole time. <sighs> the internet doesn't do these women favors. I tell you that at all. Time. Look, so I'm, I'm sitting. And they here, expose I'm, themselves. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at this. I don't know if it's gonna play, but let me see something. Pub, you spot your target who's going to pay your bill, but a waiter is having a long ass conversation with him. So this, so I'm re. I was just reading this chick. This 
this woman on TikTok goes out on solo dates and flirts with men who are also on their own so that she can get her meal paid for and it works. She's not alone. Look, <laughs> that's that's extremely po- impoverished behavior. That's poor behavior. Like that's that's terrible to do that. But there is nuance in this situation. The nuance in the situation for me is, yeah, these niggas is simps that do what they do, but I'm a I'm a keep saying I'm a stick up for the simps. This one time because this one thing I've noticed <laughs> about men, I'm, I'm be honest with you, a lot of these men realistically know they're not gonna bag this woman. A dude having a one night stand, your average dude having a one night stand, it's not that easy for them. If they get lucky, they get lucky because. If you listen to the intro of this episode, a lot of men feel that way. A lot of men feel that you ain't paying them no attention if they're not useful. So at the end of the day, the minute a man steps in and does something for you like that, yeah, he's hoping you pay attention to him. But the reality of him bagging a stranger, he's either going to think two things. I'm having a lucky fucking day or this is an escort. (laughs) And the nuance in this situation for me is how much y'all don't realize men are very sympathetic. They're actually pretty fucking nice. Yeah. Because if the tables were turned, most women will have you, they will leave you there starving. Think about that. <laughs> that that may be some simp shit, but it's also sympathetic. Just saying. Just in here thinking, there's been numerous times I've been in the grocery store and I've been behind somebody and they they and been behind, been behind a woman, let me be specific, and they haven't had enough to cover whatever they were purchasing. And nine times out of ten, these women are 45 and older because y'all that are 45 and younger, are, uh, I have there's no excuse for y'all. But it's like, oh, they start putting stuff back, and I'll tell, no, I got whatever. Yeah, go ahead and get that. You know, I got it, whatever. Because I feel that they move with more intellect. Like, Somebody's grandma at Walgreens is getting stuff that she needs. Yeah, she might have some snacks in there and stuff too. But when I start seeing her putting back like mental, like the bare hygiene necessities and stuff like that, you know what? No, go and get that. Like I'm, I'm not that dude. But I have never, ever, ever done that for a man. Of course not. Never. I've done that for for young men. I've done something like that for young men. Like I mean, I've like, I've I've like donated th- things for young men, but as far yeah. as seeing them buy stuff and me buy, you know, buy it for them or help them out, I've never done that. No. And, and, and y'all don't get it twisted because the more and more I see this shit, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like in the last two years, there are instances where I will be cruel to a woman for, for shit like this. When I see shit like this on the internet, I will, you know, if, especially if it's a stranger, I will be on some like shit. Fuck you looking at me for? I don't have you. I ain't got you. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you, that's, you ain't come here with me. You know? Yeah, straight up. Like if my, my female friends that I fuck with, if they if they in a bind, I got I got them. But like now, in like the last two years, like I said, social media not doing y'all no favors because I'm like you. I'm like a lot of these simps was a few years ago. I'm not saying I'm gonna pay a chick two hundred seventy dollar tab, but if a chick is short twenty thirty dollars and I got it, and I'm in a good mood. Cool. But like when you see shit like this on the internet and they laughing about it, shh, the internet not doing y'all no favors. Y'all should be doing this shit and being quiet about it. But y'all bragging about it and y'all finna turn a lot of these soups 
in the in the in the in the Andrew Tates and Kevin Samuels, and y'all gonna be wondering why every dude like this now. Because when they when y'all y'all took advantage of their good graces and y'all 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 made fun of them, y'all y'all made fun of them, y'all embarrassed them. Shit, now they give you back that same energy. They're gonna embarrass you, they're gonna make fun of you. You a lot of y'all need sponsors. We in a recession. <laughs> we see it. Y'all talk about soft girl this, the soft girl era. Y'all need sponsors. Y'all are realizing that being crude and being mean, and like I, like, like I posted on the IG today, like there are women out there that are having to train women and to teach women how to be feminine or to tap into their femininity in order to get these nice men to come through and take care of them. And the reality is, if you're kind, if you're nice, if you're not crude, if you're not loud, you're not mannish, a lot of dudes will step up and fuck with you. How permanent it's gonna be, or I can't tell you that because a lot of it's gonna have to do with how long you can put keep up the act. You know what I'm saying? And if it's genuine, you might be good for a long time. I mean, you said it the other day, Jay, bro. A lot of these chicks that you see in the gym that come in there more conservative, come in there more, you know, not on some attention horror shit, they be having the wedding rings on. It's bro, it's women out there that for lack of a better way of de- determining it. Like, it's women out there that are very average. Fives, sixes, you know, sevens, I guess. They married. And then when you're looking at these quote-unquote dimes and these nines and they're not married, it's like, something ain't adding up. Why these, quote, why these average chicks getting wiped up and then y'all at the baddest and y'all career women, y'all got it. Sh- y'all on the verge of having to find what type of cat breed you're going to want to raise. What type of dog breed you're going to want to raise. Type of plants you're gonna start, you know, stocking up on. It's something ain't adding up. I understand men aren't the greatest, but goddamn, like there's a lot of men out here. If you that bad, how come you ain't that bad? <laughs> and 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 Dave Chappelle said it said it best. Chivalry is dead and women killed it. It's like you know, you know, you I and, and not, not to go into the whole nice guy conversation, but it's like, yeah, there was the guy that was showing up and, and taking you to lunch and taking you on all these dates and not expecting anything in return. And on these dates, you texting somebody else about a dick appointment, you know. So eventually, you know, a it's man PTSD, recognizes right? I gonna tell it. <laughs> so eventually a man realizes that oh, my approach isn't working. I need to switch up my style. And then again, as you mentioned, you know, now women, you want the soft life or, or you, you, you feel the, t- the need to be masculine in all forms of fashion. And it's not because there's been a change in men, it's been a change in women. Like you're, uh, what, what a man does isn't making you, is not necessarily making you more masculine. What women do isn't making men more feminine. Like being a more feminine man isn't going to get me more women. Being a more masculine woman isn't going to get you more men. I think the increase in feminine men has everything to do with social media. I think I think when people start um, basically kind of glamorizing that metrosexual lifestyle, that's what increases that you know the mindset of these these because everybody's seeking attention, and I feel like people that are attention seeking nine times out of ten they're a little weaker than the rest of us. Like I feel like people that just need constant attention they're weak. Like people that are like like I'm not gonna say like love them. like they're true to themselves they're they're secure with themselves they could they could they can give a fuck about people's validation 95% of the time don't get it twisted some forms of validation are needed 
But when it's a constant need, I think that that's weak. And I think that that's, that pulls out a lot of bitch assness in, in men. And when men get to that point where they constantly posting selfies and they just always got to be seen, I just think that that's weak. And that's that's what these t- these times today have created weak men. And especially due to the fact that, I mean, a lot of these men don't need, a lot of men today don't they don't get dirty like our, our ancestors did. You know what I'm saying? They, they soft. I mean, I don't get dirty either. But. I, uh, trust me, I get it. Like, we sit down way more than any other generation of men. I get it. 100%. That's why. That's why a lot of us, you know, want to be active. We want to get to the gym. We want to keep, you know, uh, engaging in physical activity. And and to be honest with you, it works for a lot of us. A lot of us do those things, and we're not doing it to get women, but the women see that and they actually love that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the, the women love the soft guys too. They like the feminine pretty boys too. So it's a it's a struggle. Yeah, of, of of course. I mean, and not to be an asshole, but I'm just gonna take a quick shot. Yeah, yeah. A woman wants you to come be the bitch in a relationship. She wants you to be the bitch, so she can boss you around. She can get everything that she wants. And when a more masculine male approaches, he's gonna take your chick. Because a woman, of the time. a woman wants you to be the bitch. She never wants to be the bitch. These days, for sure, I've, I've I've witnessed that on many occasions. The minute you step up, and, and if you that bitch for long enough, and then you tap into your into your manhood, and you you demand some respect, it's gonna be some get confused. Yeah, they get confused <laughs> when Joe balls drop. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that, that's why to me, I mean, at the end of the day, men is that men have to understand, like bro, like like you just said, when you're like yo yo you you always got to be on one. You gotta. You always. Men do it to men. When men are around men, men are gonna constantly. Men are not gonna constantly demand respect, but men demand respect from men. If you don't respect me, it's gonna be problems. I'm showing you respect. You show me respect. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 how we work in the man's world. Yep. I really can't tell you how women work. Well, how women work? Because I ain't a woman. But some of the shit that I've seen, <laughs> I understand why women hate each other. I'm sorry. I understand why women keep small circles, and I understand why they hate each other. I understand why women hate each other, but I also do not understand a woman that doesn't have any female friends at all. Like, you couldn't find one woman that you get along with well? One woman that you can look back and say, yeah, we've been tight for 10 years plus? Not a one? Now, let me now extract. Think about what you just said. So if she doesn't have any women friends, what does she have? Male friends. Male friends. And Obviously, depending on how she looked, quite a few of her male friends probably would have banged her. Yeah, that's true. But not all of them. So once again, what does that say about men? We ain't that bad, bruh. We ain't that bad. We ain't that bad. You want to be around us. And then you probably have uh, a male friend that has a beard and, and wears long nails like that video you sent me again. I hate you for doing that one. You didn't have to send that. Hey. But it's it's like, <laughs> you know, again, if you would rather be around men, we're not that bad. And I had this com- I had this conversation with uh with Brittany the other day, and she goes, she goes, so pretty much all men are dogs. And I was like, I mean, yeah, you can look at it that way, but all people are humans. Nobody's gonna be perfect. So you gotta find somebody that's just simply worth it. So you, you know, you oh, this man, he gonna do XYZ anyway, so whatever, what have you. 
Yeah, but you know, a female is gonna do X, Y, Z too. But you got to find out somebody that's worth it, and you're not doing it just because you you don't want to be alone anymore. Because this is somebody that wants me, and I can't find nobody else that wants me. You got to do it because you want to. Hey, look, I'm gonna go left real quick. Go left. So, all men are are dogs, okay? All right. Oh, he can get deep. <laughs> and what it sounds like to me, what Brittany, what she's saying, is it what a lot of women. They're saying that at some point when they're dealing with a man or when they want to deal with a man, they feel like that man is really not worth the risk. Okay. You know, I'm big on stats. The mortality rate for prostitutes is high as fuck. And I think a lot of prostitutes know that. I'm talking about real live prostitutes, streetwalkers. They they know the mortality rate in, you know, since the a serial killer, nine times out of ten, a serial killer's number one target is homeless people and prostitutes. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? These women still going out there taking their chance to get their job and get their money. I mean, I'm not saying that what they're doing is right, but I'm saying that with a lot of shit in life, it comes with a little risk. And these these prostitutes is 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 vicious as motherfuckers claim men are. That's why I'm bringing up prostitutes again. I'm not and people. I'm not calling them sex workers because I don't know what the fuck a sex worker is. They're prostitutes. So <laughs> I'm saying this because prostitutes just like getting in a fucking vehicle. When you get in that vehicle, people take advantage of the fact that you can get in that vehicle and ha- have a major accident any day. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit you do in life where. You putting your life on the line, you don't even know it. So for you to be so for women, especially today, to know all men are dogs, but they want to be married, they want to be this and they want to be that. I'm not encouraging this. What I'm about to say next, but I'm just saying it sounds like to me a lot of y'all are leaning towards open relationships and y'all just don't want to admit it because that's what's gonna happen inevitably. Inevitably, y'all gonna get to the point where. You want this dude so bad that you just like, fuck it. He a dog. It is what it is. And I'm finna kneel along this situation. I mean, think about it. I mean, in, in all things, there's no reward without risk. Exactly. So you're you're not going to get married if you don't date. You think maybe your the, grandma ain't know that? <laughs> maybe the first my, Not person, your grandma. My, um, my grandma got five kids. My other grandma got three kids, but they all by the same, the same man. But my grandma loves them five kids. I don't know how many baby dads she got. But there's a, a risk that you have to take. Yeah, you might hit the lotto on the first person you date. It might happen. But nine times out of ten, you're going to have to go through four, five, six substantial relationships in your lifetime. you got to no, take it seems like it builds character now. It uh-huh. does. You, you have to learn those lessons. You have to learn what you do want. You have to learn what you don't want. You got to learn what, what people are willing, willing to provide based on what you give them. <laughs> hey, I, I see, I've seen so much shit on social media the last two weeks about shit like this that's made me laugh. That's why I mean, I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like I'm freestyling this shit. I've been thinking about it for a while. But it, it, it's funny to me because I'm sitting here and the more I, especially with, with our women, with black women, I'm like, bruh, it's either y'all going to be gay, y'all going to get in these open relationships, or you're going to get with a toxic ex and, and try to keep him, keep him locked down, or you're going to date outside your race. 
And as much as I tap into the, to these black women and having that conversation when I'm reading their comments, a lot of them don't want to date outside their race. So all I'm trying to figure out is, what are you going to eventually settle on? I know y'all don't want to be cat moms. I know y'all don't want to be plant moms and dog moms. I know y'all don't want to do that. So I'm just saying, like, what's with all this shit going on? Because, I mean, we see it with the soft girl shit. We, we know what y'all screaming for. Y'all are basically making that transition because you're trying to bait somebody with the resources that you have, which is being, you literally just got to be a good fucking person. This, as much as I hate the chick sitting around in restaurants being a fucking bum, I mean, she, all she did was be nice. Flirting is literally being nice. That's it. And, and it's like, if that's too hard for you, then cool, be alone for the rest of your life. That's fine. But I just don't think y'all built like that. I don't think a lot of y'all ready for that. And a lot of times I read y'all posts, I see the way y'all, I see the way y'all uh, talk in the comments, you know, so on and so forth. Y'all don't want to be alone. So I'm just saying, like, with all this shit, I mean, y'all do it when y'all fucking with politics anyway. So y'all might as well choose the lesser of all the evils. Just, I don't know what that is for y'all, but eventually y'all gonna have to figure it out. I'm not telling y'all what to pick. I just, I see certain trends and I feel like I know where y'all gonna end up. It's, it's happening slowly. And like I said, y'all stubborn as fuck, so I know y'all, a lot of y'all not finna go over to white men. It's not happening. Just like, just like I know a lot of white women out there, man, a lot of white women out there do not want to date white men. They'd rather date black men. And they get hate for it. I be sitting here like, we ain't all that bad. We not. <laughs> we, not. We, we ain't got we ain't got money like the North Korean that Korean motherfucker over there or that or that white motherfucker over there that got that was raised on a fucking rent somewhere. Like we ain't like that. But generations down the line, I mean, we could be there if we get off this culture bullshit. <laughs> this culture trash, bro. Get, get off this this flashy lifestyle. I gotta step out in something new all the time. I gotta, you know, I, I bought this car not because I like it, but because I need to show people that I got money or that I spent money and you don't need but it, bro. You you don't. You don't need it, man. And and that's and that's and that's unfortunately, man. A lot of a lot of our people, a lot of our men for sure, they think they gotta do all that flashy shit just to get a woman. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. The more flashier you are, the more the more the 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 real solid women are gonna be turned off by you. Like I don't know a lot of career women that's really just trying to jump on that dude that got a Balenciaga shirt on and all this bullshit, like. You know, like, like, shout out to Remy. Like, I don't think Remy care about that type of shit. She's looking for a dude that's well put together, got a good mindset, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, she want to be physically attracted to him, but all the other extra shit, like, yeah, that's cool, but that's not what I'm looking at. And I feel like, I feel like most men, even though I, I, I kind of advise against it, like, I think your average man has to be careful when selecting a career woman, a career, like a, like a career woman. Cause like, I, I do feel like career women, they put their careers first. And they're yeah. hard to love. Bottom line, a career woman is no different at times than a single mom. It's just that 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 and and, and it's no no knock on single moms, but single moms know that their kids come first. Oh their yeah, absolutely, and, and and they should absolutely. But that's kind of sick when you're dealing with a career woman and a career comes before you, and you try to love them. And I, that's why I'm like, man, if anything, your best bet is just you know, in in most women today, you know, they're venturing towards being a career woman. They they want to climb up some corporate ladder, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, they're not the easiest to deal with. 
unfortunately, and unfortunately, a lot of them have been trapped into that lifestyle of feeling like the career is their child. The career is something they need to nurture and hang on to. It is what it is. But um, and, and I don't know what the right type of woman is to select is, but just brace yourself when you're dealing with that type of woman. You know, bottom line, it's hard out here, bro. When you really just sit there and break down the obstacles that are in your way when you're trying to basically settle down, which settle down is not a bad thing. When you're just trying to just take yourself off the market, get with somebody that you feel like you could trust, you got a lot in common with and so on and so forth. Right now it's hard, bro. Because like you said, that fear of missing out, millennials, Gen Z, man, they minds all over the place, bro. Like, got it, it bad. It, if you ain't, like you even said it the other day, man, you were saying something like, I just don't understand why my interests have to be her interest or her interests have to be mine. Like, she, if you don't fuck with this, then da 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 da. I'm like, um, we could be in separate rooms <laughs> for a little bit. You could be in that motherfucker watching whatever, and I'd be in this whole watching horror movies. It's fine. You could be watching Grey's Anatomy, and I could be watching Thursday Night Football. It's okay. It really is. It's okay. It's fine. For the next three hours, it's fine. And and even to me, you can go to bed before I go to bed. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not going to be upset if you say, babe, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to stay up, but I'm going to finish watching this. And you can be asleep when I get in there. It's fine. But people act like that's just a cardinal flaw to move different from your significant other. You were, you remember when you when you you came to visit me? All right, nigga, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> you're a full grown adult. Like if you wanted to fucking leave, you could have left. Like, yeah. you're we're adults here. Why are we acting like? All right, well, if you don't want to go to bed, I'm gonna stay down here and, and nod. Like the fuck. See, and I'm glad you just said what you said. That's why I say what I say about millennials. And it's no knock on millennials. The next thing I'm about to say. But the reason that McDonald's can make Happy Meals with adult toys is because of the mindset of millennials, bro. They still pretty childish, dog. I got toys in front of me right now. I'm just keep, got, I'm gonna keep I it a buck. Like, I got toys in here too. Yeah. Straight up. Like we we're that generation. We're that generation. Like we love our toys. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's kind it's childish, but we love our toys. Like I don't I don't even know if my son care for toys like that, but I got we like I, I fuck with my, you know, my little transformer toys. I've I've taken little McDonald's Happy Meals and like collected them holes. I I have I have toys. Those uh, what those those Funko Pops or whatever? Funk, yeah, like I think them hoes are dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I like having a colorful little thing. I think most of us that uh fuck with our phones and our iPads, those are toys to us. Yep, we like those things. But once again, I mean, it's it's kind of childish. You know what I'm saying? Uh, until you want it's it, it, and I, and I say that to say like a lot of times you're dealing with somebody that has a childish mindset when they can't kind of be like, well. You are fucking grown. I mean, if you want to go somewhere, I shouldn't have to watch you. I shouldn't. I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. Cause uh, yeah, man, it's, it's some good people that listen to this show, and I want them to. I want them to keep listening to the show. Respectfully. Last thing I'm gonna say is uh, I, I was. This is just a, I'm just flipping the page here, but I was extremely disgusted by the way the media covered Hurricane Ian, and it's mainly because in my job, 
before I switched over to dealing with the West Coast like I do now, I deal with a lot of West Coast uh, clients. But I was on the East Coast for a long time, specifically the Southeast. And I had a lot of customers that stayed, you know, obviously in Florida, because like that's a lot of business in Florida. It's always somebody building some fucking condo, some yachts that need to be built, that need to be spread, blah, blah, blah. And I had a lot of customers in Fort Myers. And I know for a fact from dealing with them that motherfucking Fort Myers and dealing with motherfuckers from Beverly Hills and South Carolina, I mean, uh, 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 Southern California, got a lot of coming. They some snobby motherfuckers. Yeah. They some rich motherfuckers. And That's old money. Yeah, and I was just sitting here like, man, y'all really focusing on Fort Myers a whole lot. I understand Fort Myers is practically gone now, but it's like, I feel like this is a situation where we're looking at Harvey again, and y'all only looking at Kingwood when Greenspoint over here getting raped. They getting fucked over. And this shit ain't getting no type of media coverage. But y'all over here in Sierra Sierra Ranch and Kingwood and all the nice prominent areas. It's like, damn, like, you ain't finna you ain't finna make sure Red Cross come out to the hood. Cause I know that some of the, I know that some hoods in Florida got ravished. I know they did. But you ain't gonna hear nothing about that because they only want to focus on the elitist motherfuckers, the motherfuckers that have money. We're gonna focus on this McLaren that's that's floating away. That McLaren good. Don't give a damn about that McLaren. That McLaren has insurance on it. I was gonna say, if there's one thing about that McLaren, it got some insurance on it. No ass got them hooked up. All state got them <laughs> hooked could, up. They couldn't even look at it without insurance. <laughs> exactly, man. That's like, why the guy. That's why the guy the car belonged to. He's like, yeah, you know, it's all right. I'd, I'd rather be alive. Goddamn right, you'd rather be alive. You know, so it's oh man, I, I was I just was I was disappointed, man, because it just it just put me back in that Harvey mindset again. I just remember like. It was motherfuckers at Port Arthur, Port Arthur that lost a lot of shit. You didn't really see a lot of coverage on it. Like I said, the inner city of Houston got fucked over. They only wanted to pay attention to Lakewood. I'm like, what the fuck? It's hoods by Lakewood. They got they lost everything. And y'all ain't talking about this shit. Now, that's why I hate the media. And that's why when a motherfucker like Ye uses the media as a tool, I just laugh. I'm like, shit, man. That nigga know how to work their ass. Now you're on Tucker Carlson. Like, bro, Tuck Carlson wasn't worried about you three weeks ago. And Tuck Carlson's not going to be worried about you tomorrow. You know but you're going to give his ratings a boost. So, that's hey. it. That's it. Because it's, it's, the crazy thing is, the main motherfuckers that's going to watch Tucker Carlson, whether that's tonight or tomorrow night, is motherfuckers that hate Kanye. And that shit is wild to me. It's like, bro, you put so much... That's why they call it Trump derangement syndrome. It's like, man, if y'all love Biden so much... Y'all should be posting way more about what you love about Biden versus looking for reasons to say why Trump, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, Trump been out of office for a minute. This nigga living rent free. Rent free, bro. Nah, I'm, I'm not going to say he completely rent free because Trump will pop up and say some shit every now and then. You, you got to give him the platform. This is true. Why you even turn the mic on for this nigga, bro? When he has a rally, bro, who, why why are we talking about this rally? <laughs> this nigga, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, bro, like, what? I mean, he get money, but it's like, bro, like, we shouldn't even be talking about this shit, bro. Like, that's how you, that's how, that's what people don't understand, bro. You got to learn how to ignore shit. When you ignore shit, dog, it loses all its power. Motherfuckers don't know how to ignore shit. They put more effort in the shit that they hate, bro. Like, I could come on here and talk about a lot of shit that I despise. Matter of fact, I am. <laughs> I see... <laughs> I see they 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 making a Scooby Doo, bro. 
You say, matter of fact, I am. I, I've had it, dog. Like I, I'm t- I keep telling you, you and Keith, bro. I, I've had it, dog. Like I hate Marvel. I hate modern day anime. I hate everything that comes out of Hollywood today, bro. I hate it all. I will burn that shit down to the ground, bro. Like I hate that shit. When I'm when I look up and see something as classic as Scooby Doo, and then you think that you just gonna erase what Scooby Doo is and rewrite it, and you talk about Velma. Nigga, nobody give a fuck about Velma. Why well, well, worried about Velma's sexuality when I got him out here trying to solve mysteries? What does sex got to do with solving mysteries? Bro, this shit. I hate Hollywood, bro. I hate Netflix. I hate HBO. I hate all that shit, bro. I hate it, bro. House of oh, Dragons. I'm gonna fuck if y'all watch that shit. I hate it all, bro. bro I, hate, I hate it, dog. Like, like you continue to force this incestual relationship, and the shit just really makes me cringe. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't. This isn't. This isn't good to me. Like, it. it this makes me feel dirty. It's kind of like even as a grown man, when you see too many sex scenes in a in a show, it's like, why? Why is there so much sex going on? This feels dirty. Bro, how could, some man? I swear, bro. I I forgot what. Look, and when I say I hate all the shit. Y'all niggas can watch that shit all y'all want. I ain't got nothing, I ain't got no problem with y'all watching that shit. Me personally, dog, it shit triggers me now. Like this shit triggers me, dog. I be sitting here like, bro, why can't why can't I just get some good quality shit, bro? Like that where I don't gotta focus on like feeling like it's modern day politics being infused in this shit. I don't give a fuck about these people's sexuality, dog. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. Why y'all doing this weird ass shit? Like why you just can't why shit just can't be how it was before? Oh, but nah, man, y'all fuckers are weird. And y'all really don't even like this shit. Y'all just don't have a vast amount of options. And you're just like, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch it. Cause it's either it's either this big ass 102 inch screen TV that I got mounted to my wall that's gonna collect dust, or I'm gonna watch something. I can't be mad at you, dog. I ain't mad. Yeah. I just know that I fucking hate Hollywood, bro. <laughs> I, I despise that shit with a passion. Like I and niggas, if you've been, been listening to this shit since 2016, I was the movie aficionado, bro. Like I would tell you some shit, bro. Like I still can tell you some shit, but it's like now, dog, don't even come at me with that shit, dog. Like for real. Like if I watch some shit nine times out of ten, I'm getting dragged to watch that shit. I'm just gonna watch it nine times out of ten in disgust, cause I know it's gonna be some bullshit, bro. There's some, it's, we got some amazing actors and actresses out there that are. They're reading the most bullshit scripts just so they can keep their lights on. They prostitutes. They are prostitutes, dog. You know, you know how much I fuck with Kid Cudi, dog. I would love to watch Intergalactic, but I can't fuck with that shit no more, dog. I can't do it. Cause I don't I just feel like this shit is like y'all niggas is on some weird shit now, bro. Like it ain't genuine no more. Man, I, Atlanta, come on, bro. Season one, I was on that shit. That, man, I seen, I think I seen one episode of season two. I was fucking disgusted. I almost threw up. I was like, what the fuck is this, Donald? <laughs> I almost threw up. What the fuck is this, Donald? What are you doing? Come on, man. I just want to get back to the real, bro. There's no going back. It ain't. I know it's not. And There's it, no it's going not. back. It's it, it's it's a it's a recession and, and and it's not just a financial recession it's a it's a an entertainment it's a recession. recession it's a moral recession it's a dating recession like everything is going to hell in a handbasket right now yeah we 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 waiting for that reset bro but I think that the powers that be they're just too powerful to let it like fully like go back to the world 
to a to a decent state. It's not gonna happen, dog. No, I, I think you're hundred percent correct about that. I never thought I'd be that old man shaking my fist, shaking my fist at the clouds, but here I am. I mean, but, but luckily, man, I I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Minus the bullshit. <laughs> Look, if you just take the bullshit away, <laughs> what, bullshit. what do they say? Aside from money, what is one thing that you need right now? That money that, that you just, money put, just aside? put aside. Fuck if, you, if, you, if you put the bullshit all to the side, <laughs> and life is great. I, that's that's one thing I can't be mad at, bro. Like I I be chilling, bro, because I knew what to remove to keep to keep me at ease, and it was just a lot of just wastefulness. I be bro, I be I be hooping, bro. I be laughing at memes. I be laughing at y'all niggas in the group chats. Go to the gym, bro. Life is simple. I be chilling, bro. What you got over there, dog? Trying to bite you? Breaking shit. God damn. But no, man. I'm off my I'm off my uh my hot table, bro. I'm, I'm good, bro. <laughs> you good now? You got I'm you got that off your chest? Bro. Yeah, bro. I'm good now. I still I still don't I still I still I still don't I mean for anybody that because I've I've been asked multiple times for anybody that cares about how well it feels about the yay shit, because I was asked about the yay shit like three or four times. I just keep telling niggas, yay gonna yay. And you keep giving him the attention he won't. I mean, he just winning. He win it each and every time, like. <laughs> he, I mean that that's what his goal is to to get the attention. Whether 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 you arguing with Adidas and arguing with Gap, or you saying White Lives Matter, or or you got on the MAGA hat, or you saying George Bush doesn't care about black people, it's all an attention play. And I mean, he literally. I mean, I somebody, like I said, somebody sent me a post, man. Like I mean, just to summarize his post, he was like. Uh, if it wasn't just about my paradigm shifting T-shirt, just kidding, my T-shirt, my T-shirt on everybody's shows, nothing happened but my T-shirt to the to the R-Nots, to the All-Nots that hire anybody that worked for me. Remember my one T-shirt took all the attention because you're all fucking programmed sheep and those boots Gab was wearing were fucking trash. Like, this nigga just, bro, that nigga sound like he having a good time trolling in a sense, but at the end of the day, yeah, he just going gay, and it's just like, bro, niggas really be up in arms, like, having full-on debates about this shit. I'd be like, bro, I'm more worried about Bruce Willis. Say, man, I'm uh, I'm more worried about Bruce Willis. <laughs> that shit, I'm just saying, bro, uh, that, that shit bothered me. The shit he going through, and that shit ain't really, you know, it ain't really getting talked about that much. The thing that I say about Ye is the same thing that I say about Candace Owens, the same thing I say about Boosie and, and all these other people. Nobody is appointing them the spokesperson for the African-American coalition. Like, so when when they say stuff, they're speaking about themselves and for themselves. Don't hold me accountable for anything Boosie say. Don't hold me accountable for anything Kanye say, Candace Owens say, LeBron say, Dwayne Wade say. No, don't hold me accountable for Will Smith's slave movie. You can hold me accountable for, for Denzel and Training Day because it was, it was a raw ass movie. You can, hold me, <laughs> you can hold me accountable for Denzel and Remember the Titans too. But most of these shit, don't you can't hold me accountable for that. You can't say, well, this person said this, so you must feel this way because I'm a black man. No, 
ask, ask how Vito for his own perspectives. If you want to know how I feel, ask me. But don't go based on what somebody else says because they speak for all black people. Because y'all won't let Trump speak for all white people. Y'all definitely yeah. won't let Biden speak for all white people. Hell, Biden can't even speak for his damn self. So the thing is, <laughs> treat me like an individual. They asked that nigga Biden the question. That nigga started bullwalking away from the camera, bro. That nigga was like, uh, that's enough questions for the day. Bro, we got a senile ass dude as a president of the United States, bro. This is the most powerful country in the world, bro. Our army going to shit and our president is senile and you're shitting on yourself. Come on, bro. We live in a fucking twilight zone. Let's talk about we trying to build a utopia. This is as dystopian as it fucking gets. And I'm sick of this shit. But guess what? Minus the bullshit. Hey, <laughs> hey man, we went long. We went long enough. You know, motherfuckers don't like listening to us like that no more, anyway. So, facts. Look, words of advice, man. Pray for my nigga Bruce Willis, bro. That nigga basically brain dead. That shit ain't even funny, dog. That shit fucked up, dog. It it went from what was it that he can't act anymore because he can't remember the scripts mm-hmm. to. What it is now, I, I'm I'm not even gonna gonna because I, I, I don't understand. They but. basically said they're gonna do the artificial intelligence to basically, you know how Robert, like your boy Robert Downey Jr. was in in that shit where they they basically uh, made him young or whatever, and they basically gonna do that type of shit with his with any of his roles. Like they had to pay him for his image, basically, like some shit like that. And it's like I always I, I, I like Bruce Willis, man. So you know, and I and, I, and I'm, I'm I'm all bullshit aside. I bring that shit up to say like. If they care about that shit as much as they care about the concussions in the NFL, like that's some shit motherfuckers should be talking about. Cause motherfuckers act like they care about the concussions in the NFL and shit, but I really think that shit cap. Cause I mean, people bring that shit up when they talk about AB. I be telling niggas, AB was a nut job before that. I mean, he out here putting his ass in chicks' faces. That nigga just he don't care. He wild boy, man. <laughs> he, he 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 like he like Kanye. The niggas is wild, bro. Like the niggas is built different. AB is a minister of society. Ain't no way you need to be in the pool with your dick out. Hey, oh god. What are you doing in the pool with your dick out? <laughs> put, put that thing up. Oh god, bro. So like I like I said, man, pray for the people out there, man, that's going through these uh through these uh mind altering injuries that you know we uh, not mind altering injuries, but like it's it's a lot of motherfuckers out there suffering in silence. Bottom line, just pray for them, bro, because if the media ain't talking about fentanyl and illegals and crime rising they want to be talking about lgbt and climate change like bro a lot of that shit bro that shit gonna be what it is but mental health hey y'all motherfuckers act like y'all care about that shit but y'all really don't bro because society is unhinged dog unhinged niggas stay angry dog i read about a different road rage case every day in the age Man, you see old girl where she was like, she was trying to throw hands with the car and then then rolled up next to something, next to dude talking about, oh, I'm a, I'm a, what, what, what? Somebody what? in the comment section said, man, look at the things were loaded. About her <laughs> handguns. Her, her handguns. Her handguns. She had no blicky on her. She just had, she was loaded up with anger. That's the only <laughs> thing she had. Making empty threats. Empty in the hole, man, but that's, you know, like I said, man, that's, Unhinged dog. There ain't, no, there ain't no reason for a woman to be out there acting like that, dog. No, not at all. But that's me, though. I'm done. Um, for me, my words of advice are simply: go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Please, please. 
And as always, check us out on all social media platforms. Pretty much. Because Jay, I know Jay over there on Twitter acting a fool. I'm actually not on Twitter acting a fool. I was looking up to see what actually happened with Bruce Willis and him selling the rights to his face to do the CGI stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. It's cool, but it's fucked up. But anyway. Yeah. And you know, we on all podcasts. We, we still ain't on YouTube music, but. Uh, We're on YouTube. <laughs> I might exaggerate the music part of it, but we're on YouTube. Definitely, definitely. We on SoundCloud. We ain't rapping. Uh, we on we on the Apple Podcast. A little purple icon you see on your on your iPhone 14 that look like on the other iPhone. But and leave a, leave a review. We haven't had a fresh review in a while. Leave a review. I might send we you some. We ain't giving them nothing. We I ain't giving them nothing. Them. I might. I ain't making no promises. I might exactly. send you a little something. You never I might, know, man. I might it shoot gotta be you somebody some. different too. Got to be somebody different, man. And uh, still on Spotify. I don't know what you do on Spotify, but whatever it is you do on Spotify, go and do that. And um. And as always, thank you and you're welcome. With that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?